Befriend Your Body podcast in praise of unitasking. Hi, Gio. Hi, Wanda. How do you like the title? I love it. I'm curious. <laughs> I hear so much about the opposite that this is different, right? Right. Yes, we're often told that it's it's uh, people who multitask are, are effective and efficient and uh, much more um, able to get things done than people who can't. So today we are going to talk about the praise of unitasking or why is it so good. Hopefully this podcast will build on the material that you learned on the last podcast about pacing, the peaceful tortoise versus the harried hare, and about what pace you live your life at. Um, Hopefully you found that beneficial. So today's blog is kind of connected with that. One of the reasons it is is because hectic, busy people often perform that purported time-saving talent multitasking. Actually, in our fast-paced world, most of us have to do some multitasking at any point just to not be buried alive under all our tasks and responsibilities. However, just like racing about is not great for you, today I would suggest that consistent multitasking is also not a beneficial practice and can actually lead to increased anxiety. When we multitask, we split our focus into at least two or more streams of attention. So we might return emails and texts while talking to our children after school. We might plan our daily schedule while we're at the gym or talk on the phone while walking on the beach. And that's just two different things, not three or four. Uh, There's nothing wrong with doing these things simultaneously, but have you considered what you might be losing even if you gain a few minutes in your schedule? What I would suggest you're losing is actual current, present, joyful, wonderful life. Because if you're texting while talking to your family, you're actually missing a true intimate connection with them. It doesn't mean you're not seeing them or you know, there's not any connection, but real connection is when you're 100% present and focused on the person across from you or in front of you. You... If you, cause you, so you may be hearing what they're saying, but you're not necessarily connecting with them the same as if you were just in front of them and listening. And if you're on the beach texting or doing a business phone call, you're actually missing a huge dose of refreshment and beauty because your attention is distracted by having to give focus to your phone call. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. Well, I'm just seeing myself on those, on those examples that you're giving. And uh, it's so true that when we're doing something and pay attention on something else, we're not doing any of them properly, right? That's that's right. Uh, I, I actually have a great experience of that, unfortunately. I had some friends come over today and I hadn't seen in forever, and but I was in the middle of some really important papers for work. And so I found myself trying to finish a few things while greeting them. And, and it just, I finally had to stop and put that away and, you know, go look at them and give them a hug. And I was really like, I was kind of there, but not there. And, and they can feel that. Mm-hmm. People can feel when you're not really there for them. So I, I realized... Thank goodness I realized in time to catch myself and stop and then give them my full presence since they had come all this way to visit me. So we already kind of talked about this a little bit, but when you're focusing on more than one thing, more than one task or more than one person, we're not fully present to any of those persons or thing or task. In fact, if we're really honest with ourselves, a lot of us are rarely present in our everyday life. Many experts state the importance of mindfulness or being in the moment. There are 
many reasons why these two things are often recommended. When we are deeply grounded in our bodies in the present moment, not in our minds worrying, stressing, or planning our next move, we are rarely anxious or deeply stressed. Did you hear that? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Pretty huge. When you are present and aware of your environment, a different region of your brain is engaged, and that region directly connects to our amygdala. We talked a little Mm -hmm. bit about the amygdala in early blogs, right? The smoke detector of the brain. And um, so when we're aware and present to our environment, that direct connection of awareness and noticing allows our body to automatically calm down of course, barring that there's no danger, real danger. Um, awareness is curative, has been stated by a famous writer whose name I can't recall right now. But I, as a therapist, see that in my practice as a professional and as a human being all the time, just becoming aware of what I'm feeling or what I'm noticing, or even if it's unpleasant, if I am just put all my awareness and focus with it, it begins to feel more tolerable. So whenever we're in our minds stressing or obsessing about the future or the tasks we have to do or worrying about the past or what we already did, we are usually not grounded or feeling very safe or connected to our own body. Therefore, multitasking can set us up to experience more anxiety. As opposed to this, if we stay present throughout the day focusing on one thing at a time, and, and not saying that we don't take some time to plan or stop or think. Absolutely. But when you're doing that, that's what you're doing mm-hmm. rather than doing two things at once. If you think about it just in terms of, of a visual, it, it, you know, if you're a fireman and you have a fire hose and you have a big fire, you know, you turn on the water. You want all of that hose, you know, the water in the hose to come out and quench the fire. You need everything of that. And our attention is kind of like the water in the hose. And so if we're focusing on two or three things at once. Imagine it's kind of like people are making little holes in the hose in front of the, mm-hmm. you know, behind the nozzle. So you have less focus, less attention coming out to what's in front of you. So even though it might seem efficient, you're actually decreasing your ability to focus and pay attention. Great example. You may think what I'm suggesting is impossible with your busy schedules. I know I had to really work really hard at shifting my desire to constantly multitask to really working on doing more unitasking. But I encourage you to try it even just as an experiment. Just see what happens just for like one day. Set your intention to be in your body and stay present and aware as you encounter each thing at a time, one task or a person. Um, It may make you kind of uncomfortable at first if you're feeling like I'm not getting enough done or your mind may be shrieking at you to pick up the pace. But most people get past that pretty quickly and then report experiencing much greater enjoyment throughout the day. It's really hard to feel deep joy or pleasure if you're not present in your body because emotions, including pleasure and joy, begin as physiological events, not as mental constructs. We'll talk a little bit more about this in a future podcast. But I think that's enough for today. Do you have anything, any thoughts or questions or anything to add, you? No, but I I love it because it makes me think a lot about how I live and my friends live. And in some occasions, I think it's more difficult than others to unitask. But I have a great example that I've seen before. And uh, it's easier to start with simple things. For example, if you go out for lunch with your colleagues uh, on a work day 
and everybody has their phone in their hand, everybody's texting and they're not communicating. So I saw this very fun idea where they have a basket on the side of the table, everybody has to put their phones inside that basket and have lunch without checking their phones. Brilliant! And they have this saying that whomever picked the phone first or during the meal has to pay the bill oh. for everybody. Oh. So nobody wants to check their phone and they actually engage and talk. And after well. lunch, they go back for their lives and their emails. Oh. So it's a way of doing one thing and focusing instead of doing talking personally and sending messages right. at the same time. So, yeah, start with the simple things that don't require much Right. of your attention right yeah. oh that's awesome I was that at a restaurant you yeah were? yeah oh. no just just friends decided to oh, do okay. it in, instead of so great texting and talking just talk right. and then later on you get your phone and do whatever yeah. you have to do with it well, that's a wonderful example. I know the other day I was walking to the library to drop off some library books, and a family of eight, a big family, mm-hmm. went by me. Pretty sure they were a family. They looked like a mother, father, mm-hmm. and then six children um, of different ages. And every single one of them, everyone, was on their phone, mm-hmm. talk, like not talking, looking at their phone, walking with their heads down. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. That happens at home as well, yeah. right, with your family. It can. That, that yeah. is a great thing to do. Put a basket, put all the phones aside at least for one hour. Right. It doesn't have to be the whole day, right? That's a great idea. So there you go, listeners. There's another thing to try. There's nothing wrong with being on the phones, but doing it within uh, certain times and windows can be really helpful. So that's it for today. For those of you who like the going deeper questions, we'll just leave you with a question. Um, does this blog apply to you at all? Do you struggle with multitasking? And also, as far as presence, do you know what it feels like when you're actually present and focusing on something that's actually right in front of you? Can you feel that difference in your body when you're doing that versus when you're kind of trying to juggle a couple things? So have a wonderful day, and thank you for listening. Take good care.